You're listening to Faith That Works, a podcast ministry of Faith Community Church, Indianapolis, Indiana. We're so thankful that you've taken time out to listen to our podcast today. Now let's pick up a Sunday morning service, and I'll be back with you at the end of the sermon to discuss more information about our church. Thanks for listening. That I want to ask you here for just a few minutes is, let's go to that first slide if you would, Doug. I want you to think about this. You, you didn't know what was in it until it was squeezed. My question is, and, I, and I, let me tell you how this works real quick. I want you to kind of li- live, I want to take you into my world just for a second. It's last Easter afternoon, and you know how Easter you like just celebrating. And while a lot of people are resting, I, I'll be honest with you, every week I'm saying, God, what do you want me to share with your people? That's a burden. I'm going to be honest. But, but God helps us with that, right? And tells us what to share. So last Sunday afternoon, my mind's already thinking about next Sunday. And most of you heard me say, it's Ephesians. We're going to Ephesians. And I'm all about going through a book of the Bible and going through Ephesians. But if God says, no, go left, I'm going to stop. Right? And I'm going to go a different direction if the Lord leads. So I am getting ready for Ephesians, and the Lord just slams on the brakes in my heart and says, we need to talk about this. Because pastoring is more than just trying to wow you or entertain you or give you things. I'm trying to tell you what the Lord wants for us to hear. And so for those of you that are hearing it this morning, you're hearing a word from the Lord. But I've been hearing it all week long. And God's been working on me all week long. And so the question I wanted to ask you real quick this morning is, what comes out of you when you get squeezed? What, what, what comes out of you? Right? When life squeezes you. Anybody ever been squeezed by life? Right? Things come up. Situations come up. Work comes up. Family comes up. Health comes up. What, when, when life squeezes you, what comes out of you? And so my, my thought today for just a few minutes, if I can get this right. Is it not working? I'm sorry, everybody. Give me just a second. Doug, you might just have to go. Is that, is that plugged in back there? I want to make sure I got this. There it goes. Thank you, Jesus. Just took it a minute. I need to wake up. Frustration is something we struggle with. Right? Anybody in the room struggle with frustration? Here it is. It's the feeling of being upset or annoyed, especially because, because of inability to change or achieve something. I sometimes feel like screaming with frustration. And it's something we have to know that we're going to struggle with is frustration. So now, what do we get frustrated with? Here's what we get frustrated with. Well, we get frustrated with people. We get frustrated with situations. We get frustrated with circumstances. We get frustrated with God. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Right? Something's not turning out the way you thought. And so you feel that squeeze. The circumstances are turning out the way you thought. You feel the squeeze, a, a life thing. Right? Sometimes it's a situation. You're in a situation. You didn't expect it. Maybe, you're, maybe Monday. You don't like the circumstances that you're in right now in life. And so you feel the squeeze of life. And when you squeeze, what comes out? Frustration. 
And it's something that God wants to deal with us about. He wants to talk to us about. I believe He wants to talk to us about today. Sometimes we get frustrated at God. Come on now, let's take our halos off just for a minute. Sometimes we've been mad at God. Sometimes we get frustrated at God. God, why did that person get this? And why did this person, why is this, why are you doing this? I don't understand this. We, we begin to question. We begin to get upset. Things begin to, we feel that squeeze because we have, and here's where I think it is, we have an expectation. You have an expectation that doesn't get met. And so here's what happens. So what does it look like? And I know maybe we're mature than this, more mature than this, but we... Oh, Right? You roll your eyes. Sometimes you clench your fists. Say, no, 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 my toddler does that. No, you do it too. You tighten your hands. Your body language gets upset. You can feel tightness. You might even start... I am frustrated. I am frustrated, right? We may hide it a little bit better than our three-year-old or two-year-old grandchildren or our child, but frustration, it'll, it'll, it'll bubble out of us. It'll bubble out of us. But see, look what Jesus told us in John chapter 16. John chapter 16, verse 13. Let's look at it together. It says this, that I've told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Now think about that. Here on earth, you will have what? Many trials and sorrows. Here on earth. See, that's another reason that it's good to long for heaven. Because you're going to get to heaven one day. No more trials. No more sorrows. But Jesus said, here on earth, these are one of the last words he said. Here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. Who's overcome the world? Jesus has overcome the world. See, I think what we get frustrated in sometimes is the fact that we want to overcome the world. We want to overcome. We want to win. We want to get this. We want to see this situation. I have an expectation. It doesn't get met. And instead, what we do then, then we put our eyes inward instead of upward. You follow me? It's going to be easy when things come and it's going to, and it comes out of the, you know, if you know it's coming, you can prep for it. Right? If you know it's coming, you can, okay, okay, you got to do the right thing. you got to act like Jesus today. Come, come and do this. But most of the time, it's instant. What's in you? From the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And how many times have you said something, you go, well, I didn't mean that. That was in your heart. At some point you had thought it. At some point something inside of you, so something came out of you that shouldn't have come out of you. Right? And so this is why it's so critical to guard our hearts. Our hearts are wicked. We have to make sure God help us. Jesus is in our hearts, but we have to make sure we are leaning in to all that God has for us. Right? We will have trials and sorrows. So guess what? Something's going to go wrong tomorrow. Something's already went wrong this morning. Expect it. I think what we do, I think we have this expectation. Well, everything's going to go well. No, it's not. 
How will you react to when things go wrong is really what tells us what's deep inside. What comes out when you get squeezed? What comes out when you get squeezed? And can I tell you, when you're far from God, terrible things come out. When your heart's not what it needs to be, terrible things come out. And even when our heart is right with God, things can come out sometimes. You go, oh my word. Like Peter had no idea he was going to deny Jesus three times. He had more confidence in himself than he probably should have. And this is why we have to be so careful. We have to be so careful and so guarded because all it takes is you getting squeezed and the wrong thing coming out and all of a sudden someone doesn't believe that God even exists or that there is a God. Or so-and-so says, God has changed me. Squeeze. Hmm, I don't think God's changed you. I don't think God's changed you. Right? And we talked about this in our parenting class recently a lot. That more is caught than taught. People are catching what's coming out of your mouth. And what are they catching? Is it Christ or is it you? When you're squeezed, what's coming out? When you're squeezed, what's coming out? Let's talk about this just for a second. So, we have unmet expectations, right? In people, in situations, right? People don't. People don't do what I think they ought to do. Come on, anybody? Am I help? Is anybody getting this? Situations. This was supposed to go this way. The circumstances of my life. I was not supposed to be here at this age. I was supposed to be here, and here I am here. And this was not supposed to be this way. And this was not uh, right. You feel that tension, right? God, you were supposed to heal. God, you were supposed to help. God, you were supposed to hear me when I pray. Where are you, God? See, we do all that. We get frustrated. We get angry because we have an expectation in the things around us. And so here's the thing. This is why I love, in the book of Esther, in the book of Esther, most of you know the story that is this beauty pageant, right? And all these ladies are putting on, they have a year, ladies think about this, a, a year of spa treatment so you can beautify yourself so that when you're brought before the king, he's going to pick, right? So when all these servants are serving these women, they would make their list of what they wanted from the servant to get themselves ready. But the Bible tells me that when they came, when the servant came to Esther and said, Esther, what do you need? Esther said, whatever you think. I have no expectations from you. You just do what you think for me, and I'll be fine. I'm not going to give you my list of requirements. I'm going to do whatever you think. You're, you're, you're helping me. So, in other words, I'm just going to let you give me what you feel like I need and can do better with, and I'll be fine. How great would life be if we just went through every day going, I'm good. Yeah, but what if things don't work out? Doesn't matter. I'm good. I'm going to be good. If I get sick, I'm good. How much money does it make? Doesn't matter. I'm good. Right? Because there's a, there's, a, there's a way of shifting my attitude from myself to my God. There's got to be a shifting. So therefore, when things don't go according to my plan, well, whoever said it was about my plan? Well, things aren't working out according to what I think. Well, stop thinking. You know, Dean said he'd be there for me. Well, God is there for you. 
So don't get upset because there's going to be times you're not going to be there for people. If we set the standard so high for everybody else, right? Hey, the same measure you measure others, you'll be measured. Right? My suggestion to you would be to give a whole lot of grace. I'm going to say that again. My suggestion to you would be give a whole lot of grace. If you, do, if you say you're going to do something for me, man, that's great. If you don't, I'm good. Well, what if I meet a deadline? Change your deadline. Don't worry about winning. You now hear that. That's careful because we want to win. We want to, we want to win, right? We want to prove people, right? Be careful when you want to prove people wrong. Be, be careful when you want this situation to go according to how you want it. Be careful when you have a circumstance. You say, this has got to go my way, and I'm going to do whatever i got to do. I'm going to get my hands in there, and I'm going to fix this thing. And God's like, seriously? Really? Is that how it's going to be? Be careful when you say, God, you, 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 you. God's like, come on. Does God owe you anything at this point? What does God owe you? You're, and, and I've said this before, and I have to check my own heart. And I think sometimes we pray and we have an expectation of God to do something for us. And sometimes I almost feel like God whispers to me, is my son not enough for you? Do I owe you anything? Right? Right? Your kids ever ask you for something? Right? Just recently I I told, uh, well, I don't have one at home now, so I'm going to tell him. All right? So he's so good, cut our grass and do our lawn work. And we joke about get payment. And I tell him things like, I pay you in pizza, man. I ain't paying you. You know, he knows. You know, he's just like, ha, ha, ha. You know, I pay him in pizza. He gets paid in Papa John's. I feed him. And the next day I may say, hey, man, I pay you in hot water. Right? Right? We have an expectation of God because we want things to go according to our plan, according to our way. And we've got to get self Get self out of the way, church. We've got to get self out of the way. We've got to get self out of the way. So let me just share a couple things before I go on the next slide. Think about it like this. Born-again people need to start looking at life in a born-again way. You, you have to... It can't, be just, it can't be just, I gave my heart to Jesus, I'm going to heaven, yippee-skippee, let's go, I'm going to read my Bible. No, no, no. A perspective changes. Your perspective changes. Everything now is not in the natural. Everything's in the spiritual now. We talked about the unseen battle. The battle is real. The enemy. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. So we got to start seeing things in the bigger picture, not just... It's not just a flat tire. It's not. It's an opportunity for God to do something. It's not, well, I didn't get my way. Maybe it's an opportunity for you to consider your ways. Maybe it's an opportunity for God to reveal to you. Now think about this. I love this verse right here I found this week. Proverbs 29, 11. A fool gives full vent to his spirit, but a wise man quietly holds it back. Hear that again. Proverbs 29, 11. A fool gives full vent. Think about that. To his spirit, but a wise man quietly holds it back. See, I think sometimes we want Jesus to save us, but we're scared to death that He's going to change us. We want Jesus to save us. 
We want the streets of gold. We want all this stuff. We want eternal life. We want God to do. We want God to be the Abba Father that we can lean in for everything. And then God something like some, sends something down and says, yeah, but you got to change. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I like the way I am. No, no. And frustration. When you're squeezed and whatever comes out, it reveals my heart, doesn't it? Frustration reveals my heart. It helps me to understand. Sometimes like, things come out or things happen, and we feel our selfish nature just boiling up. It. Can anybody relate to what I'm saying? Don't we all struggle with it? We feel that frustration. And what do we do with it? What do we do with it? It reveals, it reveals my heart. Let's look at this. So if frustration is the fruit, let's address the root. Right? If, if frustration is the fruit, if, if when I'm squeezed, what comes out is... Rah! Right? And maybe you're like, oh, poor Stacy, bless her heart. I mean... Right? I, I'm just saying, that if that's what comes out, then something's going on inside of me. L- let's look at this. Proverbs... Uh, not Proverbs. Psalm. Psalm 37. If you want to look at your Bible, I've got it on the screen as well. Psalm 37. Look at this. So now... I want to read some verses, and then let's talk about it first. I, let's just read it together, okay? So, Psalm 37, 3 through 8. I put the first few verses up, but then we'll get to 3 through 8, okay? Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and befriend faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in Him, and He, I should have made that all caps, will act. He will bring forth your righteousness as the light, and your justice as the noonday. Be still before the Lord, and wait patiently for Him. Fret not yourself. Oh, help me God. Help us all. Fret not yourself over the one who prospers in His way over the man who carries out evil devices. Refrain from anger. Forsake wrath. Fret not yourself. It tends only to evil. So let's go back. Let's see if I can go back. I want you to see this real quick. If it'll go back. There we go. I want to just look at the, the words in bold. What if, what if we laid a foundation right here? Trust. What if that was... So if, if, if what's, when I'm squeezed, what, what comes out of me? Well, if my ingredients, right, for external use only, right, right, if, if, what, if the, what if the label of my life, right, born again believe, what if, what if, I, do, what if I trusted? What, what if that was one of my ingredients? I'm just trusting. And then what, am I, what else am I going to do? I'm going to do good. I'm going to dwell. I'm going to be faithful. I'm going to delight myself in the Lord, and He will give me the desires of my heart. I've got my faith up. I'm, I'm trusting. I'm committing my way to the Lord. He says it again. Trust. Trust. Commit your way. Delight in the Lord. So what I squeeze is, that's good. I just trust God. This is not what I thought it was going to be when I squeezed. This is not what I thought life was going to be. This is not the circumstances that I wanted. It's not the situation that I wanted. I really was hoping, right? Right? Because disappointment is a real thing. Can I get an amen? Disappointment is a real thing, 
Right? It's a real thing. But if I'm living my life trusting, doing good, dwelling, faithful, delight yourself in the Lord, committing your way to Him, trusting in Him. Oh, what? It went all over the place now. Go right there. What's this now? He will bring forth. What's going on? Doug, you got me? You're good. Can you get me back? There we go. That's good. That's good. Hey, thank God for the people that work in the back. Amen. Did he just move again? Okay, that's good. Hang on. Don't get distracted. All right. Hey, we can keep going. All right. So watch this. Now, don't get distracted. Boy, if the devil would fight any message, it'd be this one, wouldn't it? Are we good? Okay. So watch this. So he will bring forth your righteousness. So what? Keep going. Be still. Wait patiently. Fret not yourself. I, I think that's... We, ought to, we, need to, we need to remember that. Just fret not. Fret not. Fret not yourself over the one who prospers. Now, that's talking about evil people around you, right? It's easy to say, why is this going? Why are they getting... Why are they? Why are they? That's not right. They don't even love God. They don't even read their Bible. They don't even do this. Why are they getting more than I'm getting? God, I do more. Hey, first of all, number one, stop measuring yourself against other people. Boy, you need to hear that. I need to hear that. Never measure your life against Stephen's life. He is not the measuring stick. Thomas Jeffrey, well, uh, Thomas, uh, uh, he's not the measuring stick. Sounds like definitely not, right? Right? But we start comparing our lives to the lives of others, and we wonder why I don't have what they have. They got this, and I don't have this, but I do have this. Well, hey, that's exhausting. That's an expectation. You're measuring. What are you supposed to do? Dwell, trust, do good, stay faithful. Stay up. Keep looking up. Keep looking up. Trust God. Trust God. Trust God. Fret not yourself. Just stop. And when you feel it bubbling up, and here, can I tell you? You you might have to start praying. Oh, Lord, help my heart. Help my heart. Refrain from anger. Forsake wrath, fret not yourself, it tends only to do evil. Right? Sometimes, right, so there's, there, there's, a, there's some stuff on the front row, and, and I, I thought it was going to get picked up, and I'll just, I'll just have to do this myself. If nobody's going to do it, I'll just do it myself. Hey, 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 hey. What in the world? What in the world? And then somebody comes in the door that doesn't have Jesus, and they go, that's Jesus? No, thank you. No, thank you. That's Jesus. Hey, if Jesus is not changing us, what's the point? Can, can you hear that? Hey, this just can't be. Well, my name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Woo! Now I can just do anything, act like I can be just as dumb as I've always been. He wants to change you. Stop talking the same, thinking the same, acting the same. Well, Jesus, don't understand. My daddy had an anger problem. I got an anger problem. Your daddy changed. Royal blood flowing through your veins. Right? Are we born again? Born? I'm not who I used to be. That was the old me. And when the old me starts acting like that, I have to stop and threaten up myself. Am I tr- Is that trusting God? Is that trusting God? To get all upset 
and to get all bothered and frustrated and expectations not met and I get squeezed and... We have to be careful. We have to be careful. Now watch this. If I can get to it. So there is good frustration. Jump down to this. I want, this is important because some of you say, well, well, sometimes I feel frustrated and it's good. Can I tell you what you do? When, 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 uh, when Jim frustrates you, pray for Jim. Intercede for Jim. Don't just let your heart get angry. You get, hey, I get frustrated with culture. Right? Am, am I going to let that rob my joy, though? Right? Hey, does anybody get on your phone? And I, I'm, just, I'm not lying when it's like, bad news after bad news after bad news after bad news. Get off! Get in the Word! Let joy rise up! Don't focus so much on what's wrong. Focus on who is right. And He's working. He's, hey, even when I can't see Him, He's working. So He's not working according to your plan. Where, where, where? Who cares? He's working! He's working! He's working. Believe, trust, keep doing good. Keep staying faithful. Keep your eyes fixed on God. <clears throat> Fight for injustice. Is that, that's something we ought to be doing. You see something frustrates you? Hey, something needs to be done about this. Then go do something. Don't get mad about it or lose your Jesus or just go nuts about it, right? Hey, and, and you know what? And you don't have to tell everybody what you're doing. Do we have to post everything? Do we, do, really? Does everybody need to hear something good that you did? Can you just do something good? I helped 18 people today. Just do it. God sees. Does God not see? Just God sees. If you see something, oh, this needs to be done. Hey, I walked in and the bathroom was filthy. Somebody needs to do something. Well, get a broom and go. I'm not sure why broom. I don't know sure why that came out like a broom. <laughs> Clearly, I'm a guy. I should rag, sponge, something else. I broom those urinals off. That's what we're going to do. Right? You following? You see something needs to be done? Do it. Hey, can I tell you, husbands and wives, let me help you. Something not getting done? Do it. Well, I can't wait till they get home. We'll give them peace of my mind. Because they said they would have the laundry done on Tuesday night. It's Tuesday night. It's not done. Just stop. Stop doing that. Fret not yourself. Fret not yourself. And if you don't like it, do it yourself. And don't run around. And don't rub it in people's face when you do that. Anyway, I'm just helping you. You follow me now? You help them? Right? So there is good frustration. Serve the needy. Fight for injustice. Pray for others. But you know what bad frustration? It creates strife. It creates disunity. So if I get... If I get where, where, where's Maria? Is Maria in the nursery today? Where's Maria? There's Maria. The one Sunday I'm coming to the corner, you moved. I mean, I'm coming to the corner. So, let's say Maria frustrates me. I just let her have it. Yeah. Yeah, you're not ever going to frustrate me, Maria. I can promise you that. But let's say, for example, Maria frustrates me. So what do I do? I'm going to give Maria a piece of my mind. I'm going to let her have it. She told me. She promised me. She goes, where's, where's Maria? Where's Maria? So guess what I've just done? I've just lost Maria. I've just lost her. Is it worth it? Is it worth it? Is the fact that she said she'd clean the urinal and she didn't 
worth me losing my friendship with Maria over that? Is it worth it? Can we start realizing what's important and what's not? And some stuff just doesn't matter. Anybody following this today? Anybody follow? I'm just really trying to help you. See, husbands and wives, y'all screaming at each other at stuff at the bottom line. It don't even matter. It don't even matter. Right? Hey, you said you'd use Windex and you used Clorox. Man, unbelievable. You, just, uh, you are unbelievable. And you're on the couch, buddy. What are we talking about here? What are we talking about here? How, how many have been in churches? People screaming at each other about stuff that's just dumb. Just dumb. We got, a, we got a devil to fight. We got souls that need to be saved. I'm not arguing with you about Revelation 6 9. I'm just not doing it. I don't even know what that verse is, but I'm not arguing with you about it. Right? We need to fight about Armenian Calvinism. Let's go. You know what? Let's get in the streets and win people to Jesus. Can we do that? Can we do that? Can we do that? Can we stop crucifying each other on social media, destroying each other? Are we the body of Christ or are we not? Let's act like Jesus has changed us. And let's keep the main thing, the main thing. And the main thing is people. It's always been people. Jesus died for people. Before Jesus even made people, he knew we'd fall and he made a way for people. He's always been about people. Read the, Are you reading the New Testament? If you're reading the New Testament with the church, man, Jesus loves people. He loves people. What we just read yesterday. What's more valuable to him, the 99? No, the one. He'll stop the world. For who? One. One. You say, I'm not that important to God. If you're one, you are. He'll stop the whole world for the one. Then he'll leave the 99 for the one. All right? Let's bring this home. We've got a couple things. So here's some, here's some words of wisdom for you, and we'll wrap this up. So guard your heart. Look at your neighbor real quick and say, guard your heart. Guard your heart. Proverbs 4.23, keep your heart with all diligence, for from it for the springs of life. Guard your heart. Don't let your, when you're squeezed, don't let your heart go sideways. Guard it. Protect it. Don't be used by the devil. Here one minute, Jesus is looking at Peter, going, upon this rock I'll build my church. Heaven and earth hasn't revealed this to you. The next minute, get behind me, Satan. Because Peter lost focus. It became about him. It became about him. It was not about him. Jesus said it's about the kingdom. So don't let the devil use you. Before you open your mouth and do something stupid, don't be used by the devil. Don't be, don't be saying, hey, Cedric, I've got to talk to you about Maria. Listen. So Maria told me she's going to do something, and she didn't do it. Has she ever treated you like that? Because we got to do it. Don't even look at her. Look at me. Because you know you don't like her either. I see the way you can't even. I mean, you know, you talk to me. Right? So next thing, do you see how that works? And that, now all of a sudden the devil's got it. Right? Hey, just, this is some good piece of advice. Good piece of advice. Church piece of advice. So Stephen comes to me and says, hey, Pastor, i got to talk to you about Ricky. Well, let's grab Ricky and let's go. Let's go. Come on. If you're going to tell me, you're going to tell me in front of Ricky. Come on. Right? When, when, when Craig says he wants to talk to you about so-and-so, you say, well, let's go get so-and-so. Let's all go. You understand? We got So don't let the devil, don't let the devil get in the middle of any of this stuff, right? Guard your mouth. If you can't build up, button up. I wanted to say shut, but my wife said that was probably inappropriate. Instead of button. 
you can fill in the blanks yourself. Right? If you can't build up, button up. Well, I just got to say something. No, I wish you wouldn't. I wish you wouldn't. Slow to speak. Slow to speak. Quick to listen. I got to say Stop. Stop talking. We talk so much. We talk so much. Two ears, one mouth. You think? Right? I just want to tell somebody what I think about this situation. Stop. Button up. Trust and pray. You think God doesn't see it? See, sometimes we think we have to handle it. I get squeezed, something pops up, because i got to do something about it. You think, but then if you lose your Jesus, if you lose your heart, if you lose your attitude, if you lose your perception, if you don't point people to Jesus, if you let the devil use you, you think God doesn't see what's happening? Sometimes we feel like we have to play God. Because the Holy Spirit, Carol Burton's got to change. Jesus got to change. And I'm the one to do it. Oh, no. You think, you think the Holy Spirit doesn't see? You think the Holy Spirit doesn't want to change and help and mold and shape? You know what you ought to do? Here's what you do. When you see Carol Burton have an attitude, won't you pray? Just pray. Well, I got to do something else. Just pray. Just pray. Boy, if we pray for each other a thousand times more than we talk about each other, think what God could do. Think what God could do if we just start praying for each other instead of talking about each other. And then worship. Can I tell you this? When you get squeezed and, and life doesn't, and you have an unmet expectation, and there's a circumstance, a situation, and God doesn't do and this is not working, oh, Jesus, I just worship you right now. Now, what wants to come out of me is frustration and vent, and I want to go this, but God, you are good. I see while I'm waiting, I worship. While I'm walking, I worship. While I'm working, I just worship. So when frustrations happen, worship. Get up tomorrow morning, bank account's not what you thought it'd be, just worship God. Just worship God. Right? Someone so treats you dirty, just start worshiping God. Don't try to get vengeance. Don't try to get it right. Second, I've been praying, and God's not working. Well, stop. Just start worshiping. Worship. Worship. Just worship. Constantly be worshiping. I'll share this and we'll wrap it up here. So Navy SEALs, I found out this week, have this saying, some of you know a lot more about this than I do, that when something goes sideways, they look at each other and they say the phrase, full benefit. I, I read that from a Navy SEAL. He says, we look at each other and we say the term, Full benefit. So in, and it immediately changes the perspective from this is a terrible situation to I'm going to get the most out of the situation. It's not about how bad it is. It's an opportunity. Frustration is an opportunity. When, when you're squeezed, let's call it even that. When you're squeezed, that's not just an opportunity for you to rise up and to, to, to bubble up anger and frustration, all this stuff. Use that squeeze as an opportunity to what? To grow. To make better. To change. 
God, what are you doing? God, whatever it is, God, I'm, this is not what I wanted at all, but God, help me to fix my eyes upon you. Because God, right now, my world's on fire, and I want to just get mad about it. But God, I refuse. I refuse. I will threaten not myself. I'm trusting in you. I'm going to do good. I'm going to stay faithful, and I'm going to fix my eyes on you. And that's what you may have to do. You have to align your perception you have to align your vision. You have to align to understand that what the devil wants you to do is to look around and God's saying, eyes on me. Eyes on me. Right? Teachers, right? If you're a teacher, you know what I'm talking about. Kids are like, right here. Right here. All right, I don't your teacher goes, shark bait. Is it shark bait? And the kids go, ooh, ha, ha, or ooh, ooh, ha, ha. From the finding email, sugar shark bait. And they'll go, ooh ha ha. And that just means look at me. Look at me, right? Can I tell you this week, life's going to go sideways, things are not going to go, and God's going to be going, hey, 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 eyes right here. Eyes right here. Eyes right here. Eyes right here. Don't know, don't look over there. Right? Can we think about Peter on the Sea of Galilee? And Jesus, like, keep your eyes on me. He's like, oh, it's a storm. Boom, down he goes. Eyes right here. Eyes right here. Up. Yeah, but this is not, eyes right here. But I thought this was, eyes right here. Life squeezing you. Eyes right here. Stay right here. Don't lose focus. Stay on me. Worship. Walk. Wait. Stay, stay, stay on me. Stay on me. We're going to get through this. Now, listen to that. Can you hear God saying that? I want you to hear that this morning. We're going to get through this. It's going to be okay. Eyes right here. We're going to be okay. Stay with me. We're going to be okay. God, God the Father, some of you this right now is helping you because you're feeling the squeeze of life. And God's saying, hey, eyes on me. Full benefit. Eyes on me. Full benefit. Don't, don't, no, 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 no. Don't, 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 don't. Don't try to fix it. Don't try to make it. Don't let be used by the devil. Don't, don't, no, no. Don't guard your heart. Eyes right me. Eyes on me. Eyes on me. Focus. We're going to get through this. Hey, but, but God, you don't understand. This is this and this. And it's God's case. Hey, 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 hey. Right here. Right here. Stay on me. Stay on. Are you hearing that? You feeling that? Let's bow our heads. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast today. You've been listening to Faith That Works, a podcast ministry of Faith Community Church, Indianapolis, Indiana. We are located at 6801 South East Street, Indianapolis, Indiana, on the corner of Southport Road and US 31. We'd love for you to join us in person sometime. For more information about our service times and for up-to-date items about our church, go to www.fccindy.church. That's www.fccindy.church. God bless you, and if we can be of any help to you in the future, please reach out and let us know. God bless you, and again, thanks for listening.